Welcome to The Grange Point, where we hang out and talk about the latest news in science technology and how they relate to your everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Scientists of Australia. We're a youth organisation aged 15 to 25 whose work is to promote science to the youth of Australia. This week we have Lauren, Lachlan, Tim, Amelia, Lucy and Justin. This week we find out about some interesting uses of energy and ways to improve our everyday lives and wearable technologies by improving battery life. Plus, Lachlan gets mad and Hog smashes some myths and misconceptions around pseudoscientific kickstarters. And now we launch into our Launchpad News segment. We've entered the realm of wearable computers, devices that used to be science fiction that are now science fact. Little wearable computers that can tell us everything from our latest appointments, our heart rates, what we've eaten, and, and track our, our movements in our day for, for helping us improve our routines. But these all require one very important thing, and that is battery life and power. And the challenge is, if you make your battery too big, it's not very fashionable and it's a bit clumsy. If you make your battery too small, it doesn't really have a lot of use. So there's a, there's a careful balance that needs to be struck between battery and size of what you're actually working with. Some researchers from Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, and the University of British Columbia have collaborated, though, on a way to find a a neat solution to this that threads in some research being done in nanomaterials in a way to make our batteries better. So what these researchers have done is develop a new supercapacitor. Now, this might seem a bit esoteric, But what they're effectively doing is finding a way to make very small batteries that are able to deliver fast amounts of very high rates of power. So basically, short bursts of a lot of energy quickly, but not take up a lot of space for storage. And why do you need to do this? Well, things like Wi-Fi, flashes, camera screens, all of these require often some kind of like startup delay. There's a little bit of burst of electricity to power them. Now, they might not need it for the rest of the time. But once they're transmitting or storing, they may need it for that split instant. And to reach this, you may actually end up getting a battery that's oversized for the rest of the time just to cope with these peaks that you hit every now and then. So the idea behind it is to develop supercapacitors, devices that can store and release the electrical power in the small berths in a more smooth and efficient manner. And what they've actually do to come up with this is very clever. They've taken some research that's being done in nanotechnology and used it to find a new way, using the element Neubium, to act as the tiny electrodes and to make, to make the supercapacitor. A capacitor, effectively, is sort of like a mini battery in and of itself. We have, between two charged plates, we have a little material, and that stores up the charge for a very small period of time. That's effectively what a capacitor is. And that insulating material between them is important, as, as is the charging plates. And what they're doing in this instance is making tiny nanoscale wires out of this metal Neubium, and then wrapping these threads together in these little carbon nanotubes together with the wafer between them to create this supercapacitor. Now, what they've done with this is quite impressive. The claims from one of the lead researchers from MIT, Professor Ian Hunter, is that he could shave about 30% of the mass off the Apple iWatch, for example, and without actually reducing the, the energy stored by using this same technique. Now, that that's that's great. You might not even notice it, but his better idea would be to actually take away 30% of the volume to make it even less bulky. Because the challenge is, while you may know mass is important, you don't want to have too much mass, too much weight, but volume is even worse because that's that's more of a challenge. So that's why they've really been working at these tightly bundled nanotubes involving Neubium because they can actually wrap that up 
in really compact way that still delivers the same kind of energy, if not better energy performance. So they've created basically a high volumetric power density, was the technical explanation of that. And now they just need to get that down to a relatively low cost. These Neubian yarn strings that they've made are about 100 times stronger and more conductive than most other carbon nanotubes. And the fabrication cost is very cheap. So this looks like it will be something that will really be the next wave of wearable technologies, power supplies. Norbium-based fiber supercapacitors are probably what we're going to be all wearing in a few years, but buried deep underneath that fashionable exterior that we all know and love. Lachlan suffers from a common affliction for scientists and engineers, and that's finding spurious and pseudoscientific Kickstarters and then finding out and proving why they're wrong. One that's infuriated him and confused him more recently is something that's promising cheap and efficient battery life extenders for your devices. So apparently when all batteries go flat, $2.50 gives you um, like five times the battery life and it was kickstarted and now it's going to work for every sort of battery. So what, yeah. what's, what's their basic claim? Their basic, basic claim is to make a better battery. It's a no, 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 it's it's batterizer. It's a... It gets 80% more juice out of your existing battery. It's battery pajamas. You stick your battery in the thing. And oh, then, it's and then yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a case for your batteries. Um, it's a stainless steel sleeve that you clip onto any battery and because it's just 0.1 millimeters thick. It can fit into any kind of device, including remotes, torches, Bluetooth keyboards, and console controls. The idea behind batterizer... <clears throat> is that a new alkaline battery will be able to generate 1.5 volts for some time, but as soon as the voltage drops to below 1.4 volts or below, most devices write it off as dead. Am I, am I, is, that, is that how electricity works? Um, there is a... So, oh. as an electrical engineer thing, diodes will have a switch on voltage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it won't be like 0.1 volt below no. the thing. It's going to be more like 0.7 volts okay. in a kind of circuit, but... It's not immediately wrong. Like some okay. diodes may not, not work, exactly right, but, but the concept is immediately wrong. Okay. So um, <coughs> that means when you throw, we're throwing, we're throwing out oh, spent batteries. We're throwing out something that has still eighty percent of its energy left inside. That's where this new voltage booster technology comes into play. The batterizer has boost circuitry that will boost the voltage from zero point six volts to one point five volts and will maintain voltage at one point five. Which is a brand new battery. Okay, so my question is, you mentioned this was a passive sleeve. This was, yeah. a, this was a passive sleeve. Yeah. How does it connect in a circuit to boost? And where's the boost circuit? Like boost circuits. Boost circuits are exist. Thing. Like again, boost yep. circuits are a thing that you can do. <laughs> okay. They can boost a voltage. That is not factually incorrect. All right. So this guy claims he, he, he's been able to miniaturize the, boost, yeah. the, boot, the boost circuit to a point where no one is miniaturized to a point where no one else is being able to achieve. Um, Using what incredibly advanced lab? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, physicist Kumia Parvin from San Jose University was asked to independently verify the results. You need a scientist friend. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Somehow. Did, he, did he actually test? Did they say the results of the test? Or did they say he was asked to test it? He was asked to test it. It's all crime. He asked. This is science alert, so they try to link to everything, but I'm not sure if it's. Because yeah, it, like. The, if it's a passive sleeve that fits over the battery, and it's only a mil thick. Go back to another article. Yeah, 0.1 mil. 
Hang on. Um, it's very small. Is this it's like a hundred microns. It's yeah. um. Tins. Wait, was there a robbery? Uh, hang on, okay, so they've industrial, they've they stolen, they framed this one as the technique, they stole the technique, hang on, no. Someone tried to steal, someone tried to steal the batterizer. Um, <laughs> right, so persecution angle, which yep, is what you always said. Yep. good. They took, they took our batterizer samples, they exact, knew exactly how much time they had before the police would respond. He's got a PhD in electrical engineering though. And a long career in power. Well, that's how he knew about boost circuits. Uh, he used to be, he was CEO of Flex Power. Um, oh, good. Wait, is that what you generate power with? I'm assuming it's someone who just like flex all the time and be like, yeah, I'm so strong. <laughs> Every time, like, if you flex, the lights like get brighter. That's that's <laughs> hundred percent. Hey, there we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we got him. Uh, so there's our scientist friend. He was CEO of these guys. Homeopathic cream. <laughs> Because the thing is, the word flex power, you're like, oh, okay, that sounds like it power. It sounds like, like power. Company. Like, yeah. uh, Broadcom as well. Broadcom. Um, yeah. I like to imagine that sells 1950s games. <laughs> is this the aesthetic we're talking about? Because I like, I like the aesthetic yeah. company. Okay, so that, I'm that's all confused really about this. They're, they're what's fabulous mean? Fa fabrication. Mm -hmm. Fabrication. Yeah. You have to fabricate everything. Everything <laughs> requires manufacturing. <laughs> no. The circuit just coalesces itself. It has no clear leader. They speak with one voice. They're a collective. They're not going to be oppressed by the one percent. The one percent of manufacturing right. companies. If that's the case, then I'm doing an entirely pointless degree. <laughs> that's that's always a good sign. Shady business practices, renaming and reverse merger. I haven't even heard of that one before. A reverse. We're pretty merger. deep right now, guys. Is that a split or? A... Yeah, suspect the share stock. Um, so. This this Kickstarter, I thinking about the actual circuitry behind it. Yeah. I if it's a passive device and it's not actually connected up to it. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna it basically work. Yeah. It might, it might it look it up on the screen because I can't really show you the yeah. thing here. It's called the batterizer. B A W T E R I S E R. Wait, is this person Australian or British? Yeah. I don't know, it was kickstarted and we were looking at science alert. Only because they've spelt batterizer with an S instead of yeah, a Z. Yeah. Yeah, look. There is, there is, I can see a basic logic behind the argument they're trying to make, except that all it's going to do is drain your battery faster. <laughs> so even, even if you manage to miraculously transform the voltage up, power still has to be conserved. Look, so you're fundamentally it's not a complicated circuit, it doesn't have a lot in it. Yep. I can see if he could do mm -hmm. a coil somehow in the thing that's yeah. passive. So it's basically a diode and a capacitor. Yeah. Which don't take up a lot of room. Yeah, all you're doing is basically mm -hmm. making a miniature transformer to convert the voltage up. But you're not getting 80% more energy, or else the battery... No, you're not getting more energy, all you're doing is actually... You're, you're getting... You can't get more The energy. little bit that's left... It's finite. Yeah. Instead of... Uh, okay, if, if you think of it as being like a volume, right? Yeah. You can have like a rectangle that's flat and really wide, or you can press all of that energy up... Into a one into tiny that's tall thing. enough for the thing you need! Yeah, okay. Put yeah, so it doesn't last for very long. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, if, that's if it works, right? And I guess the logic behind what he's trying to sell is that 
it's like having a cup and you can say, well, I can get or a jar of Nutella. I can get most of the Nutella out with my knife, but if I want to get all of the Nutella out, yeah. I would have used the fancy Nutella knife. Yeah, and then I can get all of it. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a misinterpretation of what. But even if I manage to squeeze out that last little bit, well, it's so not going to be valuable. The power has <laughs> changed. Yeah. The current has also been affected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your your whole thing is designed. Oh, it's designed. Yeah. It's designed more to trick the device into thinking it has power, because but device... not giving it what it needs. Yeah, so, the thing, so the thing the device usually uses to indicate how much power does this thing have is the voltage, because the voltage drops yeah. with the current. Yeah. Right. So this thing then tells the, devi tells the device... Tells your phone it's got 100%. It, it's, it's, it's actually got more... Up until the point it's empty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so if, if, even if it worked, even if it worked, yeah. all that it's do is lying to you by <laughs> showing you one number staying the same, but the other number going down, but the which you don't see. Like, like the, which is the important number! I think what you're trying to achieve here is, is that it's, it allows the, the device will stay on slightly longer because it's thing telling telling, oh, I'm actually out of power, is actually not going to tell itself, tell it's out of power until the power actually runs out. Now, if you've got a device, which like most devices do a, a save before, like, they, they have a yeah. shutdown protocol as they shut down. All they we're have, doing is subverting the shutdown protocol yeah. and having it crash every time it's exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so no memory saving or anything like that. No. It just dies. Dies. Basically, it you just remove the battery from your phone rather yeah. than turning it Turn off. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be bad if you had your parents on like a, I guess it doesn't really apply, but if you had a hard drive and you wanted to actually have enough power to remove the right hands before taking yeah. off, which is what the right drives do. Looking at the picture though, it basically just is a cap, a middle cap on a battery. Yeah. It, it goes around. looks like a piece of melted aluminium. It yeah. is. It's just some melted aluminium that sits on the battery. It doesn't have enough yeah, space to run the circuitry on. that it's doing, and even if it worked, it's not actually going to achieve what yeah. we want it to achieve. If I was actually going to build a web brand, yes. I'd, I'd make one about bad Kickstarters, like the si bad science behind Kickstarters. Yeah, it looks like it's actually Indiegogo. So oh, okay. It could be Australian. It succeeded, I think. Yeah. In September, it's going to come out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's some good proof Hang on, let's look at the red thread, though. Do we really want to? Oh, it's a jewel thief, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's an own thing. <laughs> I love that name. Someone had a clip. Someone, someone saw an opportunity. Jewel Thief spelled J O U L E, named after the energy <laughs> unit Jewel. This has been the Young Scientists of Australia's podcast, LaGrange Point. This week we find out about some interesting uses of energy and ways to improve by improving battery life. Plus, Lachlan gets mad and Hulk smashes some myths and misconceptions around pseudoscientific kickstarters. Our ending theme was composed by Audio and Head to ysa.org.au for more information about the Young Scientists of Australia. <laughs>